Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. Today, I'm excited because I have a special guest. This guest has never been on my podcast before. I know a lot of times I've had Steve um, on my podcast as my special guest, or sometimes I have other folks on the podcast. Today is somebody new who's never been on the podcast before, and I'm going to tell you who it is in just a minute. But before we start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. Um, I've used their homeschooling curriculum since the beginning of time since we started homeschooling and I am excited to announce that they now have an Apologia math program. So if you have loved their science program, which is what they are known for, and how they um, have a biblically-based science program, they are now offering a biblically-based math curriculum. Go check out their new math curriculum at apologia.com slash shop. So today we're going to have my special guest, which I'm very excited about, and it is my son, John. John, it's, you want to say hello? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> John is um, actually, when we're recording this, he is on the eve of his 15th birthday. And I'm really excited to have him on the podcast because um, last week I was in Teach Them Diligently Nashville. And I talked a lot about... Um, one of my new sessions actually was uh, from kindergarten to college, lessons from the rear view mirror. And I talked all about now that we've graduated one and we've done this journey from beginning to end, all the lessons I've learned. And so we all cried during that uh, session. There was a lot of tears, but they were all good tears. Um, one of the things I was bringing up in that session, though, were lessons I've learned with you know, even my boys with real life learning and really bringing about um, their interests into their homeschool and using that for learning. And um, I've talked in other sessions in the past too about, you know, having a spirited child or a child that, you know, is very energetic and how to kind of channel that energy for God's purposes. And so I'm really excited to bring John on this episode today because he's, like I said, he's turning 15. And this year he has started his own small business and it's just been such a joy to watch him, to grow, to watch him um go from this little overly active, sometimes little boy that could not sit still. Even when I punished him and made him sit on the bottom stair, it was was hard for him to sit still. And now to see him growing into a much more mature and um, focused and wonderful young man, but he's taken all that energy and he's really using it for good. So I wanted to, uh, first I wanted to, I'll let him introduce himself. Go ahead. Um, hi, I'm John DeBuse. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to say. Yeah. Okay, so he's going to tell you about his business. His business that he started this year is called Sling and Stone. Now, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I posted recently some of the designs that are on there. This is a skateboarding company. Um, I will let him tell you more about it because I don't want to say the wrong things. Go ahead. Um, Sling and Stone is we make... Um, full-size skateboard decks and fingerboards. 
decks. Okay, I'm going to stop you there because us old ladies, mm-hmm. and that is not to offend my listeners. I'm just saying a lot of us, me included, did not know what fingerboards were when this started. So my audience is a lot of moms or older, mm-hmm. my age women. So they probably have kids and teenagers who know what fingerboards are. But mm-hmm. tell the women what they are. Um, a fingerboard is pretty much just like a skateboard. It's just for your fingers. Um, it's nice because you can just bring it around any, anywhere and just use it all the time. So it's like a little skateboard. It's like a little tiny mm-hmm. mini skateboard. And they actually do the same kinds of tricks and everything, but with their hands. It's really cool. Or with their fingers, I should mm-hmm. say. It's really cool. And so John is self... Uh, what's the word? He is... Um, making his own fingerboards can can you explain a little bit about like how you make them yeah so it starts off with cutting pieces of veneer which is really thin wood and cutting them into strips and then gluing it together and putting in a press for like 24 hours and then after that is shaping it and putting graphics on and then setting it up for it to be complete Awesome. So they're really cool. And I'm going to put up lots of links in the show notes and pictures because these are really beautiful. Now, they also have a, um, I say they, because Steve helped him design the uh, design, a um, full-sized skateboarding deck that is actually, so this is a Christian-based company. We'll talk about all this in a minute, but it's actually a graphic that is beautifully designed by Steve. You really just need to go check it out and see the picture it's based on the garden of eden and it's called original sin am i correct Mm -hmm. and it is beautiful like in person it's it's really a work of art and so they're selling those as well um but let me get back to a little bit about so that's a little bit about what he does but let me just explain like how this all came about and all the benefits i see and i hope to encourage you if you have kids out there if you're homeschooling even if you're not homeschooling so i know a lot of my listeners are not just homeschoolers that you would encourage them to follow their passions and follow what they love and let God do the rest. Because it's just been really wonderful to see um, how God has been working in John through his business, through Sling and Stone. So Sling and Stone, where does that name come from? Um, It comes from um, um, David and Goliath's story in the Bible, and that we just thought it was very symbolic because... David is a young boy who conquers a giant mm-hmm. and it's kind of symbolic, you know? Yes, it's very it's it's a great I love the name. I think so Steve helped John in the beginning really get this off the ground and really encouraged him and they thought about a name for a long time, right? Yeah, you guys it was a long time. You guys were really thinking about different names for a while and then they came up with this idea of sling and stone because you know David slayed his giant with a sling and a stone. And it's a really great, um, great name, I think. And so the purpose behind it. So, John, how long have you been skateboarding? It's been about maybe two years, but like really into it, maybe like one year, maybe like last summer. Has it only been one year? He's like, really good. Like, like really seriously doing it. Mm-hmm. It's been like one year. Yeah. And so Steve was a skateboarder when he was young. And so Steve is just loving this because they have built ramps and all the other mm-hmm. paraphernalia that goes along with skateboarding. Yeah. What do they call rails? Yeah. Rails. <laughs> <laughs> so he has, he has all that stuff and he works really hard. And when he first started skateboarding, it was just like something, 
I don't know, just something you wanted to try and yeah. and you wanted to conquer some tricks. Mm -hmm. And then it really became something that he like every day you would be out there. Yeah. And so it really gave him something to focus on his skateboarding. Um, and another wonderful thing about it was it gave him and Steve something in common to spend time doing together. This winter, they even brought the ramps into the basement. Yeah, and they call it the skate bunker. So when the weather wasn't good, they were down in my basement skateboarding. Um, and so it's been a really good outlet for him. So let's back up to our homeschooling journey with John a little bit. And I want to give you guys some encouragement on on um, homeschooling a child that may be a little challenging sometimes. And John, you're okay with me saying that it was a challenge, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always talk about in my sessions, you know, the times that I had sometimes that were challenging. And I always try to say, and John's okay with me saying this, that sometimes he gave me a challenge, right? He was a very, very, very active and spirited boy. He was very active from the womb on but I can remember particularly like the ages of one and two um he would just run away from me in public and <laughs> say catch me if you can and um we had a lot of a lot of challenges which we can laugh about now but it was he was definitely not laid back and he was definitely not one to just sit you know sit still so when it came time to homeschool john it was more of a challenge for me because i had already had grace who was pretty easy i mean she was pretty easy going she was she was a little challenging in her spirit as well at times i've talked about that with john that they have kind of a similar personality um then i had my oldest son who was really laid back and even as a baby and a toddler he was just very calm and then the wind came in. <laughs> then John came and I just, you know, I love all my kids' different personalities. He really brings so much life to our family. And um, But to homeschool him was rather challenging because I remember going from Grace and Luke, who were pretty easygoing, and here's your math, and they did it, and we moved on, to John having a really hard time. I think, and I've talked about this before, up until... Last year, I think you asked me every single day in the beginning of the morning why we had to homeschool and did you really have to do your schoolwork today? That's that's pretty true. <laughs> and I would say to him every day, John, homeschool isn't going anywhere until 12 years, right? You're going to go do this till you're in 12th grade. It's not going anywhere. So why do you complain about it every morning if it's not it's not like tomorrow I'm going to say, "You know what, John, you complained about it. So let's just forget this whole homeschooling thing," right? Yeah. So finally, last year, he really stopped complaining. And he said to me the one day, I just realized that this isn't going anywhere. Now, that's not to say that every day you approach it with joy. Mm -hmm. I do think that sometimes you would love it if I said you had the day off, like yeah. any teenager. Mm -hmm. But he definitely has matured in that way where the complaining has stopped. Um, but in school-wise, do you remember, like, as a child, like, struggling in certain subjects? I always just remember it's really hard to focus, and I just always wanted to, like, do like be outside or something or like working on something and I oh that was always at the forefront of my mind like not really focusing on my school it's really hard for you to sit like with a worksheet or yeah. for me to say read this chapter in this mm -hmm. book and right that's not yeah. your you're not the typical I think John would have had a huge struggle in public school I do not think at five years old it would have been physically possible for him to sit in a classroom all day um, and if he did I think he probably would have ended up getting in trouble <laughs> right because yeah. you would have been not and not because you were bad mm -hmm. but because you wouldn't have been able to do that and so we were laughing when we were in Nashville Tim Tebow was the keynote speaker and he said when he was little his mom used to have him 
um, stop in the middle of school and do like run laps around the house to get his energy out. And we looked at each other and we were laughing because that's exactly what I used to say to John. Like as soon as I saw that I was losing him, because I would only maybe be able to grab his attention for five minutes when he was little. And as soon as I saw I was losing his attention, I'd be like, all right, stop, go run around outside, come back when you're ready. And that would really help actually, because he just had so much energy. And school, I think, was not his favorite thing we said already. Um, and it was sometimes a challenge. I remember you were you read much later than the other two. You had mm-hmm. I don't know if you know if you remember, but you had more difficulty like reading on your own and just that whole concentration thing. But with maturity, I feel like a lot of that I mean now you're a great reader. <laughs> a lot of that um, you know, kind of he grew into it, but it just took being able to give him things that were um, something like he said that he wanted to like hands on stuff was yeah. really good for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, worksheets and all that boring stuff just was not his thing. So as he's grown in his homeschooling and we've been able to tailor his homeschool day for him and um, tailor it to suit his needs and to accommodate his energy. Um, I've really seen that he's a lot of things have just taken place over growing and maturity and a lot of things. I remember that the, the, um, the phase you were in where you loved drawing. Yeah. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a beautiful artist and you still like to draw. Yeah. You just don't do it like you used to. Yeah. Now you're skateboarding is your thing. Mm-hmm. But there was a phase where I would let him draw a lot and you know I was constantly trying to figure out what were the things that would keep him focused and to excite him and then how can I make him learn through those things and so now that he's got his own business I mean Steve and I said like this can be his school because he is learning so much with the business can you I don't want to put you on the spot but I'll help you along if you can't think off the top of your head but can you think of some of the things like skill wise that you're learning just by having your own business like for instance, how we were teaching you about profit and money and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, there's a like there's a lot more math than I thought there would be <laughs> in doing it <laughs> because you have to make sure the measurements are right for like everything and the graphics and that's, just the wood in general. And, that's very true. Now, yeah. if I had given you a worksheet when you were little and said figure out these measurements for this and that, it would have like not been exciting at all. Yeah. But you don't even realize it now that you're using this math and you're mm-hmm. developing your skills because he's doing something he loves. And so in the process, so what is it like when you're making the, the graphics for the fingerboards? Yeah. They need to be certain measurements and all mm-hmm. that. So that's a great skill. The other skill, like I said, you know, in running a business, I've been telling him like he ships his orders out at the post office, save your receipts and, you know, figuring out how much it's costing to actually have the business and he actually put his own money to start this business right he invested his own money to begin with you know what he needed to start up and so I told him the other day I don't know that this business is what you're going to do for your life right like who knows what's going to happen with sling and stone and we don't know that forever this is going to be your business but I believe it's building so many skills so that you know, if God changes the plan to another type of business or grows this into, I mean, your ultimate dream would be like to have your own skating place, yeah, right? Definitely. Like a skate park. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if God changes it or grows it, he's just building skills now. Like I said to him, this isn't about you having like this business that's all of a sudden going to be so successful. 
like this first year. It's just about learning the art of having a business and doing something you love. You guys know if you followed me for a while on here that I always talk about how I have my kids fulfill their passions in life and not necessarily chase after a career, but chase what God has given them. Do you think God has given you the gift or the passion of skateboarding for a reason? Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were at Nashville this weekend, and they happened to go to, while I was speaking the one day, they happened to go to a indoor skate park that was over there in Nashville. And they did not even realize it when they decided to go there that it was a Christian place, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so what did they? What kind of things did they do there? Um, they had, like, every week they had, like, a skate church where they did, um, like, a... Bible study, and then they had free skate and like pizza and stuff. That's really cool. So it's like an outreach. Yeah. And so could you see doing that someday? Yeah, for sure. That'd be really cool. So anyone out there want to donate a building to us? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would love to see him have his dream of, and I keep telling him, you dream big and pray bigger to have that dream of having like his own, you know, you could offer camps and yeah. outreach and all kinds of cool stuff. But we're starting right now with the small business of um, the, the fingerboards. And like I said, I'm going to put them up on the show notes and I'll post them over there on Instagram. There's a few pictures I think I posted there, um, but they do beautiful work. Steve has designed a lot of the graphics and you guys know he's a very talented artist. And then... Um, what is the process? So you get the graphics and you put them onto the fingerboard? Yes. they. We order them from a place and then we sort of like heat, like heat seal heat. them on. And that's been another learning curve, right? You guys yeah. have been, they've been really toying and experimenting with different processes to get the graphics onto the fingerboard. So John hand shapes, like he said, the fingerboards. And then some of them have like a custom design. Yeah. Correct? Mm -hmm. And so they've been toying with the different ways and the different um, and, and problem solving because I know they've had a lot of problems, but like yeah. trying to figure out the different ways. And that's all these life skills that they're learning and this process that they're learning. Um, another thing that he's learning is just really how to market himself. I've been giving him lessons in instagram and yeah. <laughs> he he knows how to use social media better than me however for business purposes right yeah. i've been explaining to him a little bit about growing his audience and they've done fun giveaways and mm -hmm. they've done instagram lives and stuff like that and john's got a great personality so i think Thanks. when he does his lives i told him he needs a youtube channel he can teach kids how to make their own finger or then they would you'd be out yeah. of business <laughs> <laughs> but um, maybe then you'll be a YouTuber. But there was something else I was going to ask you, and it just came out of my my train of thought for a minute about the different um, the different skills that you've been learning. But I don't know. Anyway, it'll come back to me. So what else can you tell my people? What else would you want to tell them about anything, about homeschooling, about your journey to be an entrepreneur? Do you feel like you're an entrepreneur yet? Um, In a way. I mean, it's still a small company, but it's – like taught me so much and it's just so much fun like running it and that that just reminded me what i was gonna say so the, here's the hope out there as a homeschool mom john used to complain every day about school right like i said and then last year he started to get up early remember this he would start mm -hmm. to get up at 6 7 a.m to do his math and his science his hardest subjects to get them out of the way so what tell them why so i could have free time afterwards to do 
anything else. <laughs> to do what he loved. And he realized if he got got up and did it, then he could do what he loved. And I remember when he started doing that, it was right after Christmas. And I thought, well, this will probably last like a couple of days and then it'll be over with. He'll stop doing it. But it didn't. He did it all the way till the end of the school year. He would get up early. And I said to him, wow, it's amazing that you have continued. You've stuck with it to get up early. And sometimes he would come to me with his algebra book at seven o'clock and I'd be like, no, I'm not doing it with you. <laughs> I'd be like, you have to do it yourself at this hour. But he was determined to get his school work done because he wanted to have free time to do the things he really loved. And he also said to me, and I don't know if you remember, but he said to me, um, when I'm up early like that, there's nothing else to distract me. Yeah. And I'm able that. to focus on my work. And here's the funny thing about that. My husband, Steve, who's also artsy, and I think John and his personality are very similar, um, always says that when he was a kid, he probably would have been diagnosed as, you know, um, ADD or something because he was always going from one thing to the next. He had a hard time sitting still in school. He wasn't a good student and all of those things. And um, to this day, Steve, who runs his own business, he gets up at 4 a.m. many days to work on projects. And, and I'm always like, how do you do it? Why do you get up so early? And he's like, because at that hour... I don't have anything else to distract me. And so for these highly distractible children, they real or men, <laughs> they realize that um, what works for them. And if getting up at 4 a.m. so there's nothing else to distract you works, then that's what you do. Now, Don, you don't get up at 4, but 7. Yeah. And so anyway, what I wanted to say was this year, now that he has his business, I hear him going down the stairs at 7 a.m. <laughs> what are you doing down there at 7 a.m.? Um, well, when I wake up, I take the fingerboards out of the mold and then I shape them and then put the graphics on later in the day when I have more time but I always do that when I wake up and I hear him and I say oh there's my businessman when I come downstairs and you know what I gave him my office I used to have my office downstairs I gave that to him because now we've sort of made a little office upstairs in my little nook in my bedroom that works well for me so I gave him my office and he's got his little workshop down there mm -hmm. and I just get so excited to see him taking ownership of his business and today he cleaned his office which made me happy <laughs> and his or was that yesterday oh uh, yeah it was yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. and his little workshop and he's got everything organized down there and it was really fun to see him set it all up when I told him you can have my office I'll take my stuff out and it's been really a joy to see him come down those stairs in the morning excited about something right teenagers need to be excited about something that they can channel their energy into that their passions into and to realize that God gives them passions and desires for a purpose in life what would you ultimately like to see happen with your small business I like, would, if your dream today of, like, what could happen? Like, ever. like in The, the biggest, it, just dream big. I would like to see a Sling and Stone indoor skate park somewhere. Yeah. With, like, a skate shop and everything very, that's that's definitely the biggest dream. That And then you could make a chain of them. They could be all over the country, all over the world, international. <laughs> mm. Okay, let's just start with one. So that that would be your ultimate dream. And would you like to... I think it's cool that people could come and be like, oh, Sling and Stone, why that name? And yeah. you could really explain to them and maybe even present the gospel to people mm -hmm. using your skateboard company. Plus, if you use it as an outreach, like you just have open skate and then like a Bible study type thing or just having people. Sorry, people. I uh, am having my um, my texting go up in the background. How rude is that? <laughs> but I don't edit these things out. Yeah. I just keep going. So, um what were we saying? Oh, so Sling and Stone, you can be like an outreach. And, you know, just people seeing you in the community, 
and being a light for Christ without saying a word, without even saying his name. They just see you and how you treat people in the community. And that right there is a mission field. You can be a, you can be a missionary through Sling and Stone. Mm-hmm. So you can incorporate your faith into a business, and it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. What else can you say about Sling and Stone if there is anything else that we haven't said? Um, it's Get it's, a little closer to the microphone. It's just been a lot of fun, like just learning new things and just like – trying to do my best at like just trying to do my best with it and just yeah just make it all right so as i said if you are out there with kids if you are a homeschooling mom be encouraged if you have a challenging and i don't say that to be mean but if you have a challenging um child or if you have a child that is you know it's harder for them to learn or it's harder for them to sit still you know channel that energy and watch them grow and blossom into what God has created for them. Channel that energy, find what they love, find what God has given them as a passion. And like I said to John before, it may change. Maybe skateboarding, it will change into something else. But for now, in this season, it's been wonderful to see him grow and to be learning now the skills of an entrepreneur from the business skills, which you said you even might want to take business classes when you're older, um, to see the business skills, to see the character skills i mean like the character traits that he's learning the discipline to get up every day and work on it and to not give up like he'll say oh well i need to get more orders and i'm like look this is just starting out and you're just keep going you don't give up you just keep pushing and keep trying new things so there's so many skills besides practical skills um, that he is learning with his small business so i'm going to encourage you guys if you can go to instagram and check out sling is it what is the exact uh Sling underscore and underscore. Sling it underscore. Wait, let's say it again. Sling Sling underscore underscore and underscore skate. How about if you just. Sling and stone (laughs) skate. With an eight, not an A-T-E. How about you just go and, and search for Sling and Stone um, in Instagram, or I will put the link in the show notes or the exact um, Instagram name because I know we just had yeah, we just flubbed that. <laughs> but you will find it. If you could go to Instagram and like it for John, or follow it, I should say, for John. And also, if you have kids, if you have teenagers, you know what we want to do? We really want maybe next convention season to be able to bring his fingerboards to um, the exhibit halls and maybe have a booth so you guys yeah. could come uh, see Simply Living for Him and Sling and Stone. Uh, but that wouldn't be this convention season. We're looking to do that next year. We'll see how that goes. But if you also have a website. Yeah, it's um, in the bio on my Instagram account. Okay, so we I will link to his website. But if you want to support a small business, a young christian man who is over here trying to do something good um i would love for you to do that and to have your teenagers or your kids or anyone in your life who would be interested in the sling and stone custom skateboarding company and like i said they have fingerboards which are really cool and you know what they're really fun the kids love them and then the custom skateboard deck the original design um, which is just beautiful like i said it's a garden of eden um uh, graphic illustration done by Steve and it is really beautiful it's like a work of art if you see it in person and I believe they want to have more designs right yeah, that's just the, the first yeah that's just the first one for now in a series of designs so we're really excited to see what God is going to do through John and through Sling and Stone and I just encourage you out there if you have kids 
channel their interest, whatever it is. Some people came up to me this weekend in Nashville and they said, yeah, that was so inspiring to hear how your son started his business. My daughter likes to cook, you know, maybe I'll have her make a cupcake company. I'm like, you know what? You just start with something and let them um, explore their interests and let them be who God created them to be. So do you have anything else to say? I do not. You sure? Okay. So with that, I'm going to just tell you a few things. Um, I will be speaking at Teach Them Diligently at the end of the month in Arkansas, uh, March 26th to the 28th. And then the following weekend, we'll be in Waco, Texas, the entire family without grace. The entire family, the boys and I, are all flying out to Waco, Texas for Teach Them Diligently. Maybe you'll bring some fingerboards there. Yeah, I will. And so um, we will be there. So I will put the links as well for that in the show notes and you can register. We had an amazing time in Nashville. It was, there were so many people there. I met with so many homeschooling families. Um, Also, my devotional is still available on Amazon. uh, Simply Living for Him devotional for less clutter and more joy. It has been a joy for me to see so many people sending me notes that they're enjoying the devotional and it's getting them back to the word of God every single day. And also I'm still doing home school consulting right now if you are interested i will put the link for that in the show notes as well and i think that's about it for today thank you for ha- um, for having me thank you for coming john thank you for having me <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for listening and until the next time i wish you blessings and joy <laughs>